You're listening to the World Watch Weekly Podcast by Open Doors Canada. The goal of this podcast is to help you pray for your persecuted family. Since 1955, when Brother Andrew went behind the Iron Curtain for the first time, Open Doors has been strengthening persecuted Christians where faith costs the most. For more information about Open Doors Canada or about the World Watch List, please visit our website at www.opendoorsca.org. Enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome to the World Watch Weekly Podcast from Open Doors Canada. My name is Jared, here as always with Andrew, and we are delighted to have you here for this week's episode of the podcast. On Friday, March the 26th, the nation of Bangladesh will be celebrating 50 years of independence. So we thought it would be a good idea to talk about Bangladesh and the situation facing Christians there. But let's get some history to better understand the country of Bangladesh. So under the British Empire, the country we know today as Bangladesh was part of India. But on the 14th and 15th of August 1947, India was split into two different countries, India and Pakistan, with modern-day Bangladesh being part of this new state, Pakistan. India and Pakistan were divided along religious lines, the majority of Hindus living in the area that became India, while the areas with the majority of inhabitants were Muslim came under Pakistan. When the nation of Pakistan was first created, it was made up of two different parts. West Pakistan, which we now just call Pakistan, and East Pakistan, which is now Bangladesh. There was about 1,600 kilometers of Indian territory between those two parts of Pakistan. So the two, uh, the two nations were not only separated geographically, but also culturally. The majority of people in West Pakistan spoke Urdu, while East Pakistan, most people spoke Bangla. At the time of partition, an estimated 75 million people lived in East Pakistan, compared with 55 million in West Pakistan. However, West Pakistan held the most political and economic power. And when the political powers tried to unite the two countries under one language, Urdu, uh, it, it didn't go well. Long story short, The conflict came to a climax on the night of March 25th, 1971, when Pakistani military began to attack East Pakistani people who supported the independence of East Pakistan. This led Sheikh Mujibar Rahman to declare East Pakistan the independent state of Bangladesh on March 26th, 1971. This is the day they celebrate as their Independence Day, but there were still nine months of war before Pakistan surrendered. After the independence of Bangladesh, religious activities became more open. In the constitution of Bangladesh, people were given the right to practice their faith freely, and Bangladesh was declared a secular state, placing a high value on the concepts of democracy and socialism. This constitutional right allowed Christians to work more freely and widely. However, the military took control of the country in 1975 after assassinating President Sheikh Mujibar Rahman who's often described as the father of Bangladesh. In order to increase support for the military, the rulers played on religious sentiments. The government later amended the constitution, making Islam the official religion of Bangladesh in 1988. Instead of being a secular country, Bangladesh became a Muslim country. Today, Christians are seen as a threat to Muslims in Bangladesh more than any other religion. It is rare for a Muslim to become a Hindu or a Buddhist, but it is more common to hear of Muslims becoming Christians. Muslim scholars speak negatively about Christians in the Bible, and this builds a negative view of Christianity in society. 
Many are still coming to faith in Jesus, even in the face of persecution. Uh, an Open Doors local partner, uh, Brother Abraham, has this to say. People are coming to faith in Jesus, and they are gradually growing both in number and in faith. Some of them have come to Christ through local evangelists, some through friends, family members, neighbors, and some through seminars and conferences. He continues, Many people are coming to Christ from the majority Muslim background. Then persecution occurs immediately from the family, from the extended family, from their community, sometimes from the government officials and, and also local officials. Children face discrimination in the schools, by their friends, by their classmates, even sometimes by their teachers. It is sad that a, a few believers, those who came to Jesus Christ from Muslim backgrounds, have been kidnapped by extremist groups because of their faith in Jesus Christ. Persecution is everywhere, but in different forms. Recently, Open Doors partners have received reports that Muslim background believers in the northern part of Bangladesh are being constantly persecuted by a particular group of Muslim religious leaders in cooperation with local political leaders. This group visits these uh, Muslim background believers from house to house, forcing them to renounce their faith in Jesus and return to Islam. Uh, Brother Abraham actually uh, explains more about this. This group has invited local Muslims surrounding the area to avoid the Muslim background believers, excommunicate them, and, and isolate them completely. And now, regularly, two times a day, they visit these the, the believers' homes, force them to renounce them faith in Jesus. When they refuse to renounce, they are threatened that they would be harmed. Because of fear of persecution and torture, recently around eight families have already renounced their faith in Jesus. Anan, who's one of the believers pressured to renounce his faith, shared his situation. He says, I have a shop at the local market, which is my only source of income. I'm threatened by the Muslims not to go to my shop. I can't go to my shop for weeks. I don't know if my things are still in the shop or not, and I'm suffering a food crisis. I'm the only believer in my family, and my family members are pressuring me to renounce my faith in Jesus. I don't know what to do. This is a, a very sad situation, but it unfortunately shows the reality that our persecuted brothers and sisters face in Bangladesh. And they desperately need our prayers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and yet, even amidst the persecution, God is at work. You see, those who are being persecuted continue to share their faith, and even some of the persecutors have come to faith as well. Kingdom work is happening in Bangladesh, and there is much to be thankful to God for. Brother Abraham explains it like this. God is also raising local leaders from among the believers from Muslim backgrounds who are very passionate about sharing the gospel and have a burden for the Muslim community. These people are unstoppable for God's kingdom. This is only possible because God is at his work to bring this nation into his saving grace. As Bangladesh celebrates 50 years of independence, we recognize the difficulty our brothers and sisters have there, so we want to take some time to pray for them. We asked Brother Abraham how he would like Christians around the world to pray for believers in Bangladesh. Here's what he said. We know that prayer is very important and very powerful because we can do nothing without the help of our Lord Jesus Christ and God our Father. We ask all the believers in the world to pray for these persecuted believers, especially believers from Muslim background. Brother Abraham also said, Please pray as some of these believers who were kidnapped are still missing and so far we don't have any information or updates about them. 
Pray for God to help our people, our leaders, to find these missing people. Pray so that we will have good news about these missing people. Finally, Brother Abraham told us, pray also for the community. It is such a small community, living among the big majority group in Bangladesh. Every day in different homes, they are facing persecution, sufferings that come from the community and from the authorities, from their neighbors, from their extremist Islamic groups, and from these extremist Islamic groups. So let's take some time to pray for our brothers and sisters in Bangladesh. Father God, we come before you today, and we lift up to you our persecuted family in Bangladesh, your children, your church there. God, we ask that you would strengthen them today. God, we think of all the believers and then the persecution that they're facing. God, we just pray that the church there would be strengthened. We think specifically of Muslim background believers, particularly those in the northern region who are being pressured to recant their faith. God, we think of these eight families who have already turned back. God, I pray that, Holy Spirit, you would work in them and call them back to yourself. God, I pray for the others who are are facing immense pressure. Jesus, I pray that you would uh, empower them today. May they know your strength. May they know your presence. May they know your peace. God, provide for their every need. God, we ask that you would help. We ask that you would uh, strengthen them today. God, we pray, Father, for those believers who are missing, who have been kidnapped. God, we ask that you would uh, set them free. God, we ask for news and updates about them. God, we ask, God, that they would be restored to their families, God. And God, that you would heal them of whatever harm and trauma that they have faced. God, we ask that you would do a miracle in this situation right now. And God, we think of the believers in general as a small community among a majority of people who think differently, believe differently than them. God, I pray that they would know uh, the unity that you give, Father God, that they would be united under Christ, that they would know one another, that they would trust one another, God, and that they would be worthy of trust. God, I pray that you would strengthen them and encourage them today. God, we pray that you would continue to grow your church in Bangladesh. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. And thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode of the World Watch Weekly Podcast. As ever, you can find out more about Open Doors and the World Watch List at www.opendoorsca.org. Give us a follow on social media at Open Doors Canada. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to it today. We're looking forward to another episode next week. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this episode of World Watch Weekly from Open Doors Canada. For more information on how to pray for our persecuted family, please visit our website, www.opendoorsca.org click get involved and then click prayer.